Thank God for this day and we bless the Holy Spirit because you're right there ready to listen to the word of God. We bless God so much. God bless you so much. Send our regards to all the Freedom Experience family. May God bless you so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for being there with us. May the good Lord bless you and give you whatever you want in the mighty name of Jesus. Also send regards out that all the people across across the globe who are listening who take time to listen to this radio, take time to visit our websites, take time to visit all the devotions and everything on this radio. May the good Lord bless you so much. We love you as Freedom Experience family. And we bless the good Lord for your life. We bless him so much because he has given you life. He has kept you and he has given you a good life in the mighty name of Jesus. So today this is our Sunday service. We are online and we are we are expecting so much from the Lord. We are expecting his miracles. We are expecting the word of the Lord. Let's Sing the Holy Spirit to do so much for us today. So I pray that you open up your heart, open up your mind, open up your soul. Just be open up unto the Holy Spirit, so that you hear what the Lord is saying unto you. To do according to the Word of God, to obey whatever the Word of God is telling you. Praise the Living God. So today we are very ready. Give you the Word of the Lord. And the man of God is right here in the mighty name of Jesus. He is prepared. We bless the Lord for him because he takes time to prepare everything for us. We may be blessed. So that's why we lift him in the name of Jesus. We pray for him. If you're there, just pray for him. Just a short prayer before he begins. Just pray for him. Father, we thank you for our pastor, Pastor Dennis Matovo. Thank you for his life. We thank you, Lord, because you've given him the strength and power to do whatever he's doing. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that you strengthen him. Give him the more grace that he may do the work that he's supposed to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. So right now, we are ready to begin. Let us welcome him in the mighty name of Jesus. Wow, praise Jesus Christ has been a long introduction and I bless God for that because we are sorting out something here. We are in our studio, Freedom Experience Radio, Freedom Experience Ministry. We bless God. We bless God for always enabling us. You know, you know we are living in a world whereby the technology has now, uh, has, has now increased and since uh, most of the, uh, the nations are in lockdown and others we are at home the churches are not open we trust god that through the word that through the uh, all the means he has provided we are supposed to preach christ the bible says that we should preach uh, god and uh, uh, in a season and out of season so we are going to do so preaching and ministering in season and out of season 
know that and whatever cost we are going to preach the gospel whether it is cheap or expensive christ must be preached it's our lunch our fellowship and i want to say god bless you those of you that are already tuned in thank you thank you for being supportive we appreciate bless the name of the lord we trust god that it is well oh jesus bless god that you are going to be blessed even today we have a message for you in the word of god we're going this time to concentrate on the book of exodus there are some things we need to uh, to bring out for you that your eyes may be enlightened you may be quickened you see uh, our duty as freedom experience ministry is to see that we bring out the life which is in the word make each and every uh, st- story and every uh, scripture live and living in your life so that you may see Christ your enjoyment praise the Lord so um, now I'm going to take you with my 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 interpreter my very wife prophetess Agatha now uh, then afterwards we are going to pray for you don't don't leave the prayer the, don't leave the, the the line without we pray for you we are going to pray for you at the end of the uh, the message in the name of Jesus now today's message says this message says the challenges in maintaining our income, our living as believers. Our daily life, the way you live, to sustain yourself, to maintain yourself. You are born again, but you are living in the world. You need to earn a living. You need to earn a living. That's why we are talking about the challenges in maintaining, sustaining our living. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want you to stay close with me because I want to show you something. And uh, this what I'm going to show you is a challenge to the body of Christ. Now, as the church believers, we see that we have got to live in this world. We have got to work. We have got to serve God also. You are in the world. Jesus says you are not of the world. Now, in this message, you want to consider the slavery of the children of Israel. And we are going to liken ourselves as, uh, by these Israelites that we are, we are going to talk about. Now we see that the Israelites were born in Canaan. But because of the shortage of food, they had to go to Egypt. The, the most reason as to why they left their land to go to Egypt was the shortage of food. Now here we see the problem that will bring a person to leave the church and go to the world. And also we see that on a daily basis as a believer, as a, rather as an individual, you need to go out and work. So now we see that there was a need that brought them to go into the land of Egypt. It was the shortage of food. So that one forced them to go down to Egypt. And we see that they, when they reached there after some time, they were enslaved. 
Now, as we are going through this message today, I pray that you open up your eyes, check yourself where you work from, how you spend your life in this world you are living in. Jesus told us, although you are in the world, you are not of the world. When he was praying for us in John 17, he prayed to the Father and said, Father, I don't say that you take them out of the world, but keep them while they were in, we are, are in this world. So, meaning that we are still in the world to continue the work of God, to build the body of Christ, to preach the gospel, but we should be careful as we are living out our lives, we want to maintain food, our living, we want to be prosperous, we need money to build the work of God, we need the money to have a good life. The message says there are challenges as we are maintaining this life as believers. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. So we see that they went, when they went to Egypt, they were enslaved. Now, by this, we see that the people became enslaved because of the, they wanted to maintain their life. They wanted to, to, to remain eating because there was famine. They wanted to maintain their income. You understand? So, now out of the need to make a living, they chose to go to Egypt. Now, worldly people are drawn to various entertainments today. Today, entertainment is pulling the worldly people because they desire a better living. But we should also be careful as believers in Christ that we are not pulled by the same things. People today, they pursue higher education. Education is good. They pursue technical training because it is necessary. They want to secure a good living, to have a good life. And even people are desirous to have a best living. That one, everyone loves it. And throughout the world, whether in developed nations or in these backward nations, people are enslaved due to the need of earning a living. They sell their bodies, they want to earn a living. They go and do work outside and they end up being enslaved. And when we look back in the Bible, this was also the situation with the children of Israel. When they were in Egypt, they went happy because Moses, Joseph was there and he was the leader of, of uh, the government. Now the father comes in Jacob and the children. They get the good land. But after some time, then the, the pharaoh of this, the land began to deal with them wisely. 
katikawa kono mpia natandiko ato bako lako now according we want to see we want to know this that Egypt typifies the world so whenever I use Egypt just know I'm talking about the world because in, in the Bible Egypt is the, uh, rather the, uh, the world is seen in three aspects three parts so the first aspect of the world is uh, the aspect of rebellion and idolatry no no idolatry not adultery idolatry so the first aspect is the aspect of rebellion and adultery Rebellion and idolatry. No, no, no. This is Obujem uh, is what. Praise the Lord. So we see that the aspect of rebellion and idolatry is signified in the Bible as Babel. Babel was a city, was an, an, a place where people uh, built up the the, the, the the tower because of rebellion. Babel was a place where by people rebelled to follow God and they choose to follow their own other gods. So the world is seen in the first aspect as um, the aspect of rebellion and idolatry. And that is Babel. We can see in the Bible the second aspect of the world as the aspect of sin, sinfulness, sinfulness that is sin and sinfulness, which is uh, signified by Sodom. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah. They were so much in sin. That is another aspect of the world. So now we know that. In the world, there is rebellion and idolatry. And that is, that is Babel. There is also sinfulness, which is Sodom. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, the third aspect is the enjoyment and pleasure that is signified by Egypt. So that is Egypt. Egypt is a land whereby people are enjoying. People are in pleasure. That is Egypt. So the world has got these three aspects. I hope now I can continue to go. On. We see that rebellion is related to idolatry. Related to idolatry. And uh, the worship of that is the worship of anything that is other than God. So when you worship any other thing which is not God, that is rebellion. That is idolatry. Because the, the, those who worship idols, they are in rebellion against God. So idol worship signifies rebellion. This, this is why in the Bible, Babel is a symbol of rebellious and idolatrous world. Now when we look into the Bible, even today right now in the earth, we see that even 
elsewhere in the countries in the nations there is idolatry and rebellion even in Christian countries now when we go back in the Bible we see Abraham he was called out of the land of Babel the Lord told him come out of, of, of the land of your fathers that was the land of Babel they were rebellious they were worshipping idols but the Lord God visits Abraham tells him come out out of the land of rebellion, out of the land of idolatry. Now, God is calling Abraham out of the land of Babel. It symbolizes our being called out. One day God called us out, out of rebellion, out of idolatry. Praise the Lord. And we were brought out. That's when you got saved. But there is something I want you to see also. Because we have seen the calling out of Abraham is typifying our being called out. Now as we point out, as we see the calling out of Abraham, it shows us the first part of our salvation from the world. When God is saving us from the world, is calling us out of idolatry, calling us out of rebellion just as he called out Abraham come out of Babel where there is rebellion where there is idol worship this is the aspect of the first part of our salvation we are saved from the world which is full of idolatry which is full of rebellion amen so now when we go back to see this Egypt Egypt in itself is a place which is rich in material supplies it has everything in those days you could see nations going to Egypt Israel always wanted to rush to Egypt even when Jesus was uh, carried away was taken to Egypt so we see that Egypt by those days it was a rich nation it had riches and material supply they were full of physical enjoyment and pleasure so they loved that Egypt country now when we look into the exodus we see the children of Israel they are from Egypt they have been called up to come, to, come out of Egypt from, from that represents another aspect which is the enjoyment of worldly things and worldly pleasure well as Abraham is called out of Babel as an individual the children of Israel as a corporate they are called out out of enjoyments of the world out of the worldly pleasures now today we have a problem that even today although we have been saved out just like Abraham was called out we are born again we no 
longer worship idols. We are believers. We no longer uh, do. Uh, we are not no longer rebellious. But we have a challenge that the world is still pulling men because it has riches. It has pleasures. Every good thing is in the world. In other words, we see the enjoyment everywhere. Pleasure everywhere. Now we see another saving which is in Exodus whereby the Lord was now calling the entire nation. They are already the chosen one but they were in, in Egypt working. So those who are involved with this, this aspect of the world they are not for them they are not I mean these that are involved in this aspect of the world that is enjoyment and pleasure for them they are not ensnared by rebellion or adultery but for them they are filled with pleasure for them they are filled with rich material supply they don't worship idols they are not rebellious they fear God they know about God but the world is still seizing them because they, they are going for material supply physical enjoyment of the world the Bible says in Genesis 12 verses 10 the Lord is talking about uh, telling, telling this man Abraham Genesis 12 10 it tells him that and there there was the Bible says and there was famine in the land and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there for the famine was grievous in the land now when you read down you see that it was food that brought Abraham to go back to Egypt he comes from Babel, he comes to Canaan. There comes famine. He goes to Egypt. Because it is in Egypt that there is rich full supply. Today in the world there are riches and food supply. Physical enjoyment. And always we are always going there to buy and to sell. To do business. But we have a calling. We are chosen one. Now this is a challenge we are talking about. How are you going to maintain your livelihood, your income, yet you are a believer? How are you going to be dealing with Egypt, yet you are not seized by the Pharaoh there? Praise the Lord. Now when we go into verse chapter 42, Genesis 42, 42 says that, for it it tells us in verses, uh, uh, verses Verses 1. For it we see that it is not now Abraham, but now the entire people of 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 uh, uh, of of Israel, they are now going to Egypt. Because Jacob was sold already in Egypt, brother Joseph, 
was sold already in Egypt. Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why do we look upon one another? Then he tells them to go to Egypt to buy food. Now you see that the need that we have is always going to, to command us to go to Egypt. Jesus said they are in the world. But they should not be of the world. They still need to use the things in the world. But they should be careful not to be all seized as a snare. Praise the Lord. Now I bring you to another scripture in Numbers 11, 4 to 5. Numbers 11. Numbers 11, 4 to 5. The Bible says Numbers 11. 4. Now we see the children of Israel They have now come out of Egypt They have been delivered They are saved They are on their way To enter Canaan Praise the Lord Now the Bible says And the mixed multitude That was among them Fell a lasting And the children of Israel Also wept again Again, and Naba, said who shall give us flesh to eat they are already out of Egypt the problem is that they still have mixed multitudes people are not that they are not totally transformed people that, have, that, that, that are not supposed to be among them a mixed multitude just imagine a church that has got a it has the believers and the non-believers. Just imagine a fellowship that has got a mixed multitude for it to bring the believers and non-believers. And they are always fellowshipping together. At one time, the mixed multitude will fall for elasting. And they will now entice the Egypt, the, the Israelites that are true saved ones to admire and weep for the meat of Egypt. Verse 5 says they cried saying we remember the fish remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt Freely, we didn't pay for fish in Egypt the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks the onions the garlic they remembered what they ate I don't know today if you are already born again you are a believer but because of the problems because of the challenges because of the desert situation your flesh is reminding you your old man is reminding you the goodies, the goodies that are in Egypt you remember the, 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 the leek the melons and the cucumbers I just don't know what was good in garlic and onions these people cried remembering garlic 
So the Bible is showing us that even though they had left Egypt, they could remember and weep. This could cause God to delay them because he wanted them to transform. Remember in the land of Egypt, there is a river Nile which irrigates the land of Egypt. River Nile irrigates the land of Egypt. So that it becomes a rich land in When the children of Israel were wandering in the wilderness, they said we remember the fish because it was got in the, in the river Nile. Now we see that they remember the fish which they did eat in Egypt. They could go and fish how much, how many fish they wanted. So they said, oh, also we mixed in with the cucumbers. Oh, we remember the melons. We remember the leeks and the onions, garlic. What do these things mean? What do these things mean? All these, these items, they represent the material riches of the world enjoyment and pleasure. Everyday people are remembering the riches that are in the world. Now we should be careful. We need to maintain our lives as believers, but we should be very careful as we are in this world because we have a calling. Now even as before we were saved, we were not only in the world of rebellion and idolatry. But also in the world of riches and enjoyment. We are the Abrahams that we are called out to come out of Babel, the rebellious world. But also we are also the children of Israel that are told to come out of to do an exodus from Egypt, so that we come out of worldly, the world of enjoyment. So this exodus is going to be uh, for a time until you transform, until you totally live in a spirit life. Some of the believers still born, uh, they are born again. But they are still in their exodus. They are still getting out of the worldly life. They are already in the church. But they are still in the, in, in the desert situation. They are still also uh, on the borders of Egypt. But they have been delivered from Egypt. We are patient with them. As they fellowship upon Christ, we believe they are going to transform. But we should be careful of this mixed multitude that can confuse the rest. Egypt was, a rich, not only, was rich not only in food supply but also in gold. That's why when they are leaving, the, the Lord told them to go and get gold from the neighbors. So this is a, a world, a, a, the world where you cannot just forsake if you have not totally conformed to Christ. Praise Jesus Christ. So we see that as we are in this world, Egypt is always usurping the people who God has created 
God chose for his purpose. God has created us for a purpose. There is a preacher that is still in the world. There is a prophet that is still in the world. There is a pastor that is still in the world. There is an apostle that is still in the world. They have been confused and distracted by the riches of Egypt. They have a purpose in, in, the, in God's kingdom. They are not yet saved. They have callings upon them. But Egypt is usurping them. Let us read Exodus 5 6. I show you something. Exodus 5 6. The Bible says in Exodus 5 6. And Pharaoh commanded the same day the taskmasters of the people commanded them and their officers saying six he says that you shall no more give the people straw to make brick as you used to do so let them go and gather straw for themselves and the, and the tale of the bricks which they did make before you shall lay upon them ye shall not diminish or all, uh, you shall not decrease on the amount that's what the bible says for they are idle before the, they said they are idle therefore they cry saying let us go and sacrifice our lord our God. the pharaoh tells the taskmasters that increase burdens and hard work on these people because we have seen they have a desire to go and serve God we heard that they are born again yet they are still working in, in our territories now put a hard labor on them today the devil is usurping God's people people God has, has created people God, uh, uh, God has chosen for his own purpose they have been usurped in the world. Others have been taken from church back to the world. Because they, are, they, are, they need these riches and, uh, and uh, the enjoyment and the pressures. They want to live in such good things. So the devil is also wise. Here the devil is typified by Pharaoh. Pharaoh means the devil Satan himself. He sees that they are children of God that are in his Egypt they are working for him yet they have a desire to serve God so he does it intentionally to enforce them to enslave them to give them hard labor more work so that they don't have time even to listen to any message even to pray even to fellowship they don't have time they begin to say we are busy we are under Satan's yoke he has 
captivated us. Oya tukute. Bize bize bize. Tuli bize tuli bize. Be under Satan's yoke. We are busy serving Pharaoh. The children of Israel. They were enslaved in the world by these uh, enjoyments. And also the hard labor. They were working because they wanted income so that they may live out their lives. They wanted to, to have income to afford them their enjoyment. Now we see that whether they were rich or poor. Even today, whether you are rich or poor, you are all slaves to money. Slaves to money. Slaves to money. Praise the Lord. So we see that whether rich or poor, people have been enslaved to money. They work hard to earn a large money, large amount of money, and then in a short time, they spend all their income into indulgence to pleasures of the world. They go to, play to please themselves. They can work for 30 days and after they are paid their salary, again they go to spend the money into their affairs and they go back again to work hard, never having time to fulfill God's purpose that is upon their lives. The Lord is telling you today, wake up from slumber open your eyes wide because Pharaoh Satan knows what he's doing he can give you a high rank a high position good office because he sees an, a, a calling upon your life he a big ministry upon your life and you can be even paid well yet you are being diverted from God's purpose the Lord tells us that we should wake up. Open your eyes. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see that we have been usurped. Rich or poor. People are taken by money. And when we see that they are taken by money, they don't serve God. They begin to serve mammon. The Bible says in Matthew 6, 24 that you can't serve two masters that is God and money. Mammon is money. People are serving money. They can't serve God. You either hate one of them and love the other. So this is the situation that is going on today. And it was the same situation that was in Egypt. Praise the Lord. Now in Egypt, they made a good living. They made a good living. They enjoyed the riches of the world. But Egypt kept them from fulfilling the purposes of God. From fulfilling that which God had originally called them to do. I want to tell you wherever you are. There is a reason as why God created you. There is an original purpose for your creation. You were not 
created to become the headmaster of a school. The director of a company. That is given to you by the world system. But if you go into the word of God, if you come towards God, you see what you can do. What God had called you to do. Even when you are still doing that, what which, which you are doing. Meaning you can be the headmaster, director, but in a godly way. You serve God is purpose in that company. You serve God is purpose as a president. You serve God is purpose as a manager. You see, this is what God wants us to see. Open your eyes wide. When the children of Israel were in Egypt, the Bible says in Exodus 1, verse 7, that they became strong. And the children of Israel were fruitful. Born again, we can be in the world and we become fruitful. We can even increase abundantly. We can multiply and grow strong exceedingly. But that is in the land of Egypt. It does not mean that you are going to be there. And you read Exodus 1.7 They were fruitful. They multiplied. They were strong. But they were in Egypt. In other words, to become strong was to become rich. Is the Lord. Amen. So without money, a nation cannot be strong. A person cannot be strong. All those nations we are seeing, including USA, they are strong because of income, their economy. So the children of Israel they enjoyed the part of the world that is typified by Egypt. Pleasures and enjoyments. Riches of the land. Praise Jesus Christ. And uh, we see that uh, and, and uh, there is another aspect which is talked about which is Babel. Where there is rebellion. And we have also this one that is re uh, represented by sinful Sodom. Where people are committing all kinds of sins. But today to the church, to the believers you might be a person who has overcome Babel. You are no longer rebellious to God. You are already in the church. You are not an idol worshiper. You have overcome the second aspect of Sodom. You are not sinful. You love God. Now we have a challenge of Egypt being enslaved by the enjoyments of the world, by the riches of the world. The Lord says, open your eyes because you might miss the calling, the purpose why God has saved you. Praise the Lord. So the Bible shows us that they were kept from fulfilling God's purpose because they entered Egypt due to lack of food. So were drifted away from God's purpose of creation. They left Canaan, the land of promises. And they shifted to Egypt to have a good living. How many believers have lost a fellowship? How many believers have left ministry? Including ministers of God. They are no longer on the pulpit of the altars. Because of the famine. Praise Jesus. 
Jesus Christ. Amen. May the Lord help us. Now in the same principle today, worldly people are being captured by Satan. But also even the people of the church believers are captured by the, the, the devil. They are no longer fulfilling God's purpose. They were called out. They are saved. But they have been usurped. They remember melons. They remember garlic. They remember leek and cucumbers. The Lord says, open your eyes. Be delivered from the oppression of the devil. Remember the children of Israel. They were oppressed by the new Pharaoh that had come in. When you read in Exodus 1:10 11, you see that because they needed to maintain their income, they were put into oppression. They, be, they, were, they, they were tortured because of their occupation. They had business in the world. They had a good occupation in their world life. So they were, in, they were put into a tyranny, an oppression. Pharaoh, which typifies Satan, enforced them to follow his course. He began to dictate to them he began to enforce them to do by force so that they don't keep God's purpose so that they can't have a life of freedom while they were working in Egypt they didn't have any freedom they didn't even know how to make proper choices today we have people they say we love to come to church but the time we don't have time our schedule is tight we work from Monday to Monday we work from morning to evening how are we going to come to church that is the bondage you are talking about Pharaoh has enslaved you you are a child of God but Satan has enslaved you so that you are diverted from the calling so this is how the Israelites were in under slavery by, by Pharaoh. Praise Jesus. Amen. You remember the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Calls Satan as the prince of the world. So he's the leader, the ruler of the world. He's the ruler of this world. So Pharaoh typifies Satan. Because Pharaoh is an embodiment of Satan. He is the picture of Satan in Exodus. Because Exodus is a book of pictures. So we see that one of the things that Pharaoh did to God's people was to deal with them wisely. Wisely, he was so shrewd, full of wisdom. Trickily. 
He dealt with them wisely. So that they can't go and serve God. He forced God's people to work for him. He told them in verses 10. Let us deal wisely with them. Today I'm talking to someone. The enemy has been purposing to deal with you wisely. He can give you every good thing. You, you can get a promotion. You can even travel in nation. When it is the devil's work. Dealing with you wisely. That you don't come out of that place. To fulfill God's purpose. This is how the devil has seized many people. He can even give you good things. So the goal of Satan is wise dealings. Is to enslave mankind. That you can't come out of that bondage. And as you are in that business doing. He will again force you to serve with the rigor. With the with the harshness of Ugubi. And you now begin to feel the pain of work. You begin to feel the stress of work. It's no longer now enjoyable. It is now a burden. Verse 13 says, And the Egyptian made the children of Israel to serve with rigor, harshness. So at, things just turn like that. We have seen people going to work in Middle East. They go when they are happy. But by the time they end their contract, others have lost their lives. Have been, they have gone through a lot. Harshness. Rigor. Praise the Lord. And they, have, they are not fulfilling God's word. And they are also in pain. So no matter your circumstance, no matter whatever you have been doing, today we want to pray that God may deliver you. God may set you free. The power may come for you to break every chain. The enemy had dealt with them with bitterness and with the hard work. No, no. The enemy was bitter. And he dealt with them with the hard work. Praise the Lord. Amen. He told them that you should make mortar and brick without even uh, without straw. Without straw. They have to go and gather straw and then they come to make mortar and bricks. So it was a hard labor. Praise Jesus Christ. So today this is a life that children of God, people in the world that they have been facing. The Lord's power is present today to deliver such people to recover you from whatever you went through, whatever you went into. The power is present to deliver you. The power is present to redeem you. If you are you are part of the things that have been talking about. Begin to pray, Jesus, save me. Jesus, set me free. Jesus, send me a redeemer. Send me a redeemer. Send me a deliverer. Send me a Moses. Send me a Joshua. I need deliverance. I need freedom. I need to enter my land of enjoyment. Many of us have been in business. You are laboring in the field. 
Pharaoh had sent them to go Praise the Lord. Amen. But today the power is present. Maybe you have been under hard labor. You have been under rig, rig, harshness. Begin to pray and call the power of the Tell the Lord to help you. Tell the Lord that I am here. Lord, I need your mercy. Lord, I need your grace. Lord, set me free. Send your deliverance power. Begin to pray wherever you are. Use these two minutes to pray. The power is present to heal and deliver, to liberate everyone that is under bondage. You went when you are happy. Now you are in pain. Now you are crying. You are saying, Oh Lord, deliver me. Oh Lord, set me free. You joined that company with good expectations. But now you are regretting. I pray for the power of deliverance. The power of deliverance. May the Lord set you free. May the Lord liberate you. May the Lord set you free. May the Lord liberate you. Wherever you are, call that power. Call that power. Call the name Jesus. Call him because he's your deliverer. Call him because he's your savior. No matter how much bondage you have found yourself in, the power is strong. The power of the Holy Spirit to break every yoke. Yokes of bondage. May the Lord renew your mind. Lord, renew your mind so that you forget Egypt and the good things that are there. Don't admire them. When you go there to work, go with the Holy Spirit. Go by the leading of the Spirit. You need Jesus to be your leading as you are going to deal with worldly affairs. Be wise in the wisdom of the Spirit. I pray for you wherever you are. In the mighty name of Jesus, begin to pray, begin to Yes, let us begin to pray for you right now. Robo sete shikabo la disandega landrodi kesi topadi zande. Jesus, we say that your people are delivered. They are set free from any form of bondage, any form of captivity. They went there joyfully. Now they are regretting power of the Holy Spirit. Reach someone. Those that are in nations, those that are in Middle East, those that are in this nation, those that are working as slaves, Father, we pray, open someone's eyes right now to see that those good things might be drifting them away from God is calling, from God is purpose. You have told us that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Now we pray for the wisdom. Jesus, you were here on the world, but Jesus, you were here on the world, but you were careful. You knew people's minds. You knew their hearts. You knew their agendas. So you are wise when you are dealing with them. Give us wisdom as you are in business. Give us the secretion as we are in uh, jobs and business, doing companies. Lord, we need wisdom. Lord, we need counsel. We need the leading of the Spirit. Right now, we break every bondage, every tyrant of the enemy, every oppression of the enemy, every wickedness, every bondage in the mind, every bondage in the heart, every bondage in physical life. In Jesus 
Jesus mighty name Lord we call upon the power power of the Holy Spirit to reach people over the earth they have been working to earn a living but they are now usurped their seas the enemy has caught them captive Lord break bonds Lord break every bondages break every prison let your people go and Moses told Pharaoh let my people go Father we declare tonight devil let God's people go in the mighty name of Jesus that they may go and serve him in the name of Jesus let God's people go oh Jesus we thank you for the power to deliver for the power to, to, to release the power of freedom in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus once again because of time we want to stop here God bless you wherever you are tuning from may this word work for you may the power come your way you are free in Jesus mighty name God bless you God bless you in Jesus name To get more of this message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009.